Um, it was a long passage, and so I was thinking of what to title the, this sermon, and I, I never have a good title, um, but it's so long that I figured I'd call it Three Sermons. And so I'll just, we got three sets now. <laughs> no, we won't do that. Um, well, good morning. Good morning, Christ Prez. Uh, my name is Olson Duclos. Um, I, I've been blessed to worship with you all in the past. It's been a while. Um, but um, th this is my first time getting to open up the, the scriptures with you. Um, and I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, I'm a member of uh, Easton Fellowship. Um, in the East End, and I am a fan of Kevin and Libby. I'm so grateful for, for them both. I, I actually have uh, I've been blessed to know a few of y'all. Like we know Scott and Becca, we know the, the uh, Braxtons, um, um, Greg. I don't see where, where Greg's at, but there, there he is. Excellent. Um, so um, we, we've been blessed to be connected with, with you all. Um, and Oh, and I was personally blessed by y'all um, when I learned of the sabbatical that you blessed uh, Kevin and, and Libby with. Um, sincerely, right? It is important to to care for your earthly shepherds. It is it is um, a vital thing, right? Because he's not he's not this otherworldly being, <laughs> right? Believe it or not, he's flesh and bone, just like you and me. Um, and so uh, I really appreciate y'all doing that. He did not ask me to say that, but <laughs> I just wanted to, yeah, want to slip that in. Libby asked you to say that. No, no. All right, well, so as I understand it, you all have been journeying through the Gospel of John, right? Um, and you, you've been doing the, the survey of the Gospel of, of John, and, and no doubt, um, you've, you've learned a lot, you know, through, through this series. I mean, you've learned that, that the author, uh, um, his name is John, um, that he lived with, with Jesus for, for roughly three years, right? And that he shared a close bond with Jesus, right? John even gave himself a nickname, right? He called himself the one who Jesus loved. Now, that's a pretty bold statement, right? considering it's Jesus that we're talking about, right? Like, he, he loves everyone, right? But John felt this, this unique bond between him and Jesus. He, he felt set apart. He felt especially loved by, by Jesus. Um, so he thought of himself as Jesus' uh, best friend, his bestie, right? Uh, and, and I guess that that makes sense given, given that, that just before Jesus breathed his last breath on the cross, he entrusted to, to John his, the, the uh, care of his mother, Mary. He said, Mary, th this is now your son. John, this is now your mother. Right, and and I'm sure you all have talked about exactly what a gospel is, right? That that it's it's the it's a report of good news, right? It, it's an account of good news. It's um, people write gospels when when something notably good has happened, 
then then the, the um, these these heralds of, of the good news would write it down, um, write down the, this story, the, the, this gospel of what happened, um, so that the good news would go out. Right. So this is not a uniquely uh, Christian thing. It's not a uniquely religious thing. That this this is a report of good news. Right. That's what the word gospel means. All right, so so if you've been tracking with, with this this series, I'm sure you you all have learned a lot. And given all that you've learned, we, we need to decide how we're going to respond to what we know about Jesus so far. All right, we're about halfway through the Gospel of John, um, and maybe you've read it in, in, in the past, uh, maybe you haven't. Either way, we have to, to determine how we're going to respond to this, to, to the person and claim of Jesus. Um, to, today we're, we're going to be looking at uh, the ninth chapter of, of John, which was just read for us. And, and in it, we, we see a, a variety of um, responses, right? We, we see a, a variety of ways that people responded to the conundrum of Jesus, right? Um, and that that's the basic plot line of this of this chapter, right? Jesus did something, and it it elicited um, a, a variety of responses. My my hope is that in in seeing the these varied re responses, we we will get to determine how we will respond. All right, um, and so because of well, because regardless of where you are uh, on your spiritual journey, whether you are a spiritual explorer, a a spiritual skeptic, or a longtime follower of Jesus, he's a mystery. But you get to decide how you respond to him. Christians, please don't ever think that you figured him out that you've you know an interesting thing that people say and let me know if y'all can hear me well right um because i'm hearing some feedback i'm not sure um have you ever maybe you've even said it oh like yeah i've read the uh, bible like i got it figured out read it been there done that right or maybe you've heard someone say that um, yeah, I know about Jesus. I've accepted Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. All right, been there, done that. Jesus is a mystery. We, we have not mastered the, the incarnate Lord. <laughs> we, we haven't mastered that, right? Um, and so it's, it's, a, it's a danger to, to think that that we've figured him out, right? Um, don't be fooled, right? I think of uh, what C.S. Lewis said. Uh, he, he put it this way. He's good, but he's not safe, <laughs> right? He's, he, we can't domesticate God, all right? All right, so now as Jesus is, is walking, um, he saw a man who was born blind, all right? And, and apparently, it's common knowledge that this man was blind from birth, Right, um, th this was someone that, that became a a fixture of the landscape. Have you ever seen the, the the same person on the same corner day in and day out? You don't know their name, 
but you know something about what's going on with them, right? You, you, you know some of their story, even though you don't know them. That's what we have going on with this man born, born blind. Notice, we never even learned this man's name, all right? His blindness, his blindness was his identity. His blindness was his identity. Have you ever just, like I said, you you see the the same person on the same corner day in and day out, and that's the homeless guy on Broad and 17th. That's his identity, all right? Um, So some, some of the people who are following Jesus, they asked an honest and straightforward question. Uh, an honest and straightforward question. They, they asked, um, who caused this man to be born blind, all right? It's the wrong question, but it's an honest question, all right? Um, a teacher, whose sin caused him to be born blind? Was it his or his parents' sin? All right. Now, this is this is really interesting because they clearly have a particular framework here, right? They have what I call a a blame framework, right? I termed it that because I do it all the time, um, so I kind of figured that I can label it, right? Like something wrong happens, something bad happens, something uncomfortable happens, and I want to figure out who's to blame. All right. Um, Believe it or not, it doesn't work well in a marriage. <laughs> but like that, that, that's just something that, that's how I'm wired. I don't know if you're wired like that as well. Right, I want to figure out who's to blame. Um, but it's the wrong question. And Jesus, Jesus shows that it's the, the uh, wrong question um, by his surprising answer. All right? Notice Jesus, Jesus, Jesus knows that both this man and his parents have sinned, right? We all sin. Jesus knows that sin has a real consequence, right? The, the Bible teaches that it was the, the, the sins of, of Adam and Eve that caused the, this whole world to be corrupted, right? The whole world is corrupted by sin, and yet Jesus says, that's not what's going on here, all right? Uh, he says, his blindness has nothing to do with his sins or his parents' sins. Instead, he's blind so that God's power might be seen at work in him. Let me tell you something, that is a new framework for me. Because now we're not just trying to figure out who's to blame and how we can control and fix it and how we can punish, right? But instead, Jesus introduces this new framework of, of God's fame, right? Like, what if, what if the, the, this uh, suffering that, that someone's enduring, what if the, this obstacle that someone's enduring is an opportunity for the Lord to show up. So so often when things don't go as planned, we we can we can we we, we can either beat up on ourselves and think, man, it's just because I did it all wrong. I'm wrong. Right? We can let shame set in. 
or we can we we just look for the villain, right? And and we we say no, they're wrong. They they did this to me. It's their fault, right? Jesus introduces a completely new framework in that he says it's God's fame. It's an opportunity for God's glory to be shown, for, to, for us to see how God is at work. All right. Um, let's, let, let's look at the uh, uh, next verse. Um, and I'm going to try my best to, to actually go verse by verse on this. Um, this is not something that I uh, usually do, but we're, we're going to try to go verse by verse. Um, all right, so in, in verse 4, Jesus says, As long as it is day... We, we must keep on doing the work of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can, can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world, right? And so notice that Jesus gives us an opportunity to participate with, with, with him. The Father sent him. And yet Jesus says, we must keep on doing the work of him who sent me. So there's opportunity for us to join in to what God is doing, all right? Um, And so so let's let's, uh, keep keep on going. Uh, And first, let me just say that um, while it's the wrong question, at least the disciples asked a question, all right? It's important to ask questions. so now let's look at the right question. Or, 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 excuse me, let's, let's look at what Jesus actually did first. Um, so after he said this, Jesus spat on the ground um, and made some mud with, with the spittle. He rubbed the mud on the man's eyes and said, go and wash your, your, your face in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So the man went and washed his face and came back seeing his neighbors then, his neighbors then, you know, let, 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 let's pause there. Blindness in the scriptures, and as Jesus, he heals people who, who are blind. Notice he doesn't heal everyone who's born blind. He doesn't heal everyone who, who's blind, but rather blindness in the scriptures is meant to point to spiritual blindness. Physical blindness in the scriptures always points to, to, to spiritual blindness, not saying that if someone is physically blind, then they are also spiritually blind. By no means. Instead, and even as this story illustrates, instead that, that the Son of Man could restore sight to the blind points that he is, he is removing the, the scales from our eyes. He is, is the one who gives true sight. He's the one that we should be looking for. We, we, he's, he's the one we should be looking toward. All right? Um, and, so, and so Jesus heals the, the, this man, all right? Um, and his neighbors then, um, and, and the people who had seen him begging Right? They've seen him begging for, for, for years. They ask, isn't this the one who used to sit and beg? That is his identity. That is his label. Some say he, he is 
um, he is the, 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 the man who was born blind. But others say, no, he isn't, it just looks like him. Then he himself, this man who, mind you, he didn't even ask to be healed, all right? He, he doesn't really have much lines in, the, in this narrative. He says, I am he. So now, because of the question that, that, that these followers of Jesus asked, and because Jesus saw this blind man's uh, blindness as an opportunity for God to be at work, now, not only uh, did, did the, the disciples learn something new about Jesus, not only did, did they learn that, hey, they're, they're, they're to participate in what God has sent Jesus to, to earth to, to, to do, now this man who was just known as the man born blind, now he gets to participate and he says, I am the man. He, he gets to get involved. And so, and so then they, 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 they asked him, how is it that you can now see? And he answered, the man called Jesus made some mud and rubbed it on my eyes. He doesn't even know where the mud came from. He doesn't know that it's spit. <laughs> he doesn't know who Jesus is. The man they call Jesus. When they ask him, okay, well, where did he go? Where is he? I don't know. Because he couldn't see Jesus. And yet, while he could not see Jesus, this man born blind was obedient. He was obedient to, to, to Jesus. He, he, he had this open posture towards Jesus. All right. Um, let's, let's jump down to, wait, one second, one second. All right. Um, so, uh, so now, now let, let's look at some some right questions, right? We're looking at, at the right questions because the, the, these are these are um, neighbors. These are just people in the community who, mind you, he, this man has been a fixture of the landscape. They don't even know his name, but they see that something's different about him, and so they're inquiring to him about him. They are asking, right? Um, and so they 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 ask. Um, isn't this the, uh, the uh, guy, right? How can you see? How can you now see? All right, who, where is the, the, this one who, who gave you sight? They're asking questions. There, there's an openness. There, there's an open posture to investigating how God is at work. All right, and I, I, I have to name that the, these questions are sincere. Right? I want to name that because the very next thing that they do is they, they take this man born blind and they take him to the Pharisees. Right? Now, I want you to know that that's not a bad thing. Right? The, 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 the Pharisees are, are the religious leaders, the, the, the religious experts of that day and time. Right? And so they, the, 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 the community has seen that, that something incredible has taken place and they have questions. They've seen that, okay, some, something miraculous has taken place. We don't understand it. Let's, let's bring it to our religious experts, all right? Um, and so they, 
they uh, took they they took the the man born blind, the man who had been blind. All right, they took him to to the Pharisees, um, and apparently the day that Jesus made that mud and cured him of his blindness was on the Sabbath. All right, and and the Pharisees then asked the, the, this man, um, "How have you re- received sight?" And he told them, he said, "Some mud was put on my eyes. I washed my my, my face. Now I can see." This man does not. Ha- he's not giving an eloquent sermon. He's he's not giving th- this this incredible thesis. No. He's just telling what God has done. And he doesn't even fully understand that it was God. He doesn't even fully get that yet. Sometimes we, we can make a big deal of, uh, like a, um, of uh, e- evangelizing, right? Like we, we, can, we, we, we have camps, um, we, we have classes to teach you how to share the gospel. This man is just telling you, hey, I don't even understand how it happened, but God did this thing for me. I was blind, now I can see. Um, Now, um, so some of the Pharisees said, um, the man who did this cannot be from God. He cannot be, for he does not obey the Sabbath law. Different posture here, folks. Whereas you got the the di- disciples, they're they're asking questions. They they're dealing with their own un- understanding, um, and Jesus gives them a a a new and clear answer. You you have the, this blind man. He responds to Jesus in obedience. He doesn't even know who he's following. He's just trying anything. Honestly, Jesus put mud on his face. He had to get it off somehow. <laughs> <laughs> then you have the, the community. They're asking questions. They're investigating how, how God might be at work. But the Pharisees, the Pharisees have a definitive answer. They, their, their posture is closed. The man who did this cannot be from God, for he does not obey the Sabbath law. All right. Now, some some may may, may say, "Well, Olson, it was Sabbath. Why did Jesus make, make mud?" This is not a a tub of of cement that Jesus was was mixing, right? All right. This is this is not like he got the uh, compound out. He's about to spackle some 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 parts of the wall. This is not that. This is spit on the ground. Turn that in, in, into mud. All right. So this is not the, this this big thing. But the, these Pharisees, they're so closed off to how God may be at work. They're not looking for God to be at work. That they they notice they miss that this man who was born blind can now see. They miss that, but they're focused on, wait, he made mud? (laughs) That's a dangerous thing, folks. 
That's a dangerous thing. We should avoid that. This closed posture. God can only work this way. He's only able to to work how I'm able to understand him. That's a dangerous thing, folks. All right. So let's see, where where are we? Y'all are going to have to keep me on track with um, what verse I'm in. 16, thank you. All right. So this this man cannot be from God, is what the Pharisees say. Uh, Others, they're they're questioning, right? And this is another good question. How could a man who, who is a sinner perform such miracles as these? All right. Now, notice the miracles is plural. Jesus is a household name by, by, by now. You guys are, uh, we're, we're in uh, chapter 9. Word has spread about, about this Jesus. All right? And, and, it, and as it's supposed to, um, there was the divisions among them. So, uh, so the Pharisees asked the man once more, you say that he cured you of your blindness. Well, what do you say about him? Now, if this man knew who Jesus was, he, he would say, he is the son of God. He's the one we've been waiting for. That's another thing for us to, to, to keep in mind. These Pharisees, they're, they're looking for the coming king. They are looking for the Messiah to come and save them. They're, they're supposed to be expectant. And yet, they, they're, they're so closed. Jesus has to come exactly the way they're expecting him to. And so the, this, this man born blind, he doesn't know. And so he says, he's a prophet, I guess. I mean, like, this is, he, I was blind and now I can see. And then the, these Jewish uh, 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 authorities, I love how John writes this here were not willing, they were not willing to believe that he had been blind and can now see. They were not willing. Folks, we have to ask ourselves if we're open to God doing things that that we don't understand. We have to ask ourselves if we're open to God being God, or if, no, he, he must be, he must be the American God that we know. He must be, um, he must be the, he must be our, our white nationalist God, right? Like, when I say nationalist, I'm not talking about the hate groups, I'm talking about that he is just for the U.S. of A., all right, like up in heaven, God has the American flag waving, right? <laughs> that's, not, that's not who we're dealing with here. And so we can't be so closed to, to how God, to who God is. All right, what verse are we in? 17? You're going to make me double up. 18, all right. All right, so um, then the, these, uh, these Pharisees, they have 
the, the, this man's parents because they're unwilling to believe what God has done. They, they go get this man's parents, right? And now you should understand that the synagogue is the, the, the lifeblood of the community, all right? And so they, they already have in mind that they will excommunicate anyone who sees Jesus as Messiah. Their minds are made up. Their hearts are closed. And that's why when, when this guy's parents come, they get real smart. Because they don't want to be excommunicated. They say, hey, we know he's our son. We know he was born blind. How he's able to see, we don't know. We don't know. Why don't, he's old enough, why don't you ask him? All right? So... Once again, the, the, these Pharisees are, they're closed, all right? And that's the, that's the wrong re- response to have towards God. A closed posture is the wrong response to have towards God. All right, um, let's see. All right, yes, they, they said this because they, 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 they already knew that the Pharisees um, agreed that anyone who said he believed that Jesus was the m- m- Messiah would be expelled from the synagogue. All right. Um, so verse 24. Now a second time, a second time, they called back to, to the man who had been born blind, and they said to him, promise before God that you will tell the truth. They just assumed this man was lying. They just assumed that, that, that he was lying. We know that this, that this man who cured you is a sinner. They assume that he's lying, and yet they can't deny that, he's, that he can see. They assume that he's lying, and yet they can't ignore what Christ has done. Excuse me, what, what Christ has done. And I love this this blind man's um, answer, um, this once blind man's answer. I I call him Tommy or Jim, Jimmy. Like I just switched his name up because I don't know what his name was. Um, He says, Jimmy says, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if he he is, is a sinner or not. I don't know. One thing I do know is that I was blind and now I see. <clears throat> Folks, we don't always have all the answers. Let me tell you something, there are libraries upon libraries upon libraries of all these theological um, discussions, right? I, and I love it. I, I enjoy that world. But that does not mean that we have all the answers. That doesn't mean that we have God figured out. One thing I do know, I was blind and now I see. Well, what did he do to you? How did, 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 he, did he shake you? And all of a sudden your, your, your sight was, was, just came back? How did he cure you of your blindness? They understand that this man was cured. And then Jimmy says... I have already told you 
and you just won't listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Are you trying to follow him? And now don't, don't let this be, be lost on you. They acknowledge that Jesus cured this man. They acknowledge that. And then their response was not only to deny the, the, the personhood of, of Jesus, but their re response was to then curse this man. They cursed him and said, you, you follow that, that, that fellow. But we, we, we follow Moses. We know, we know that God spoke to Moses. As for, 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 for this fellow, as for, for, for that fellow, however, we do not even know where he comes from. Folks, be, be careful with what you think you know. Because, yes, God did speak to Moses. And Moses su submits to Jesus. Yes, God did give the, the law, but someone greater than the law has come. Yes, God did give us Sabbath, but he is also the Lord of the Sabbath. All right? Um, so we don't even know where this man comes from. And I love how, how our uh, once blind friend named Jimmy, how he re 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 responds. He says, since when, since when have, have we ever heard of a man who was born blind now being able to, to see? But no one has done that. And now you say you don't even know where this guy is from? Like, let's, let's, Let's appreciate the, 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 the irony here, right? And what, I, what I love about, about our, our, our uh, once blind friend here is that he actually reminds me of my grandma, all right? So my, my grandma, and I love her. God rest her soul. Um, she, I, I lived with, with my grandma, right? Um, and so I, I knew her very well. I'm, her and I were, were, were besties. Um, and... My, my, my grandma, she, her faith was always questionable, <laughs> right? It, it was one of those, like, we knew where, where grandpa w w w w was headed. Grandma, we were always just like, I don't know, <laughs> like, right? But she came to know Jesus towards the end of her life, like, um, in her, like, she was 80 when she came to, to, to really know, know Jesus. And what I loved about that was that she was still herself. She was still her. My, my, my grandma always, she had a mouth on her, man. <laughs> like she always, always talking, getting herself in, into all different types of, of, of trouble. And when, when she came to know Christ, she, she loved him. She knew him. And she didn't all of a sudden fit this particular mold or model. She was still mama. 
And she was mama who was journeying with, 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 with Jesus and, and, and seeking to learn more about him as she, as she lived. Right? Um, and so the, this, this blind man, this once blind man, Jimmy, he, he's just, yes, he's a bit of a smart aleck here. But that's just because, like, that's, he's just being him. He's just living out the, the, the personality that God gave him. All right? And so they, they curse this man. And they send him out. Jesus cured him. The religious leaders cursed him. And then this blind man says, once blind man says, we know that God does not listen to sinners. He does, he does listen to people who respect him and who do what he wants them to do. There's, a, there's a still a, a seeking out. His posture is open. Now, um, the, the, these religious leaders, they, they respond with, with an even greater curse. You were born and brought up in sin. And how dare you teach us? Now, let's be honest, folks. He was born in sin. Because we're all born in sin. He did. I'm sure he was raised in sin. Because we are all raised in sin. Them, these religious leaders included. But they missed that God was doing something greater than blame and shame. They, they, they missed that God was at work bringing in something new. And so when Jesus heard what, what had happened, he went and found the, the, this man and he asked him, do you believe in the Son of Man? Right now, the, the, this, this title, the Son of Man, that, that it's, it's a significant title, right? It, this is, do you believe in the Messiah? Do you believe that, that, that he's coming? Notice this man's posture. Tell me who he is. Jesus is now right in front of him. He doesn't recognize that it's Jesus. He doesn't recognize that, that it's Jesus because when, when Jesus, the last time Jesus was right in front of him, he was blind. And, and yet look at this man's posture. He's open. He says, tell me who he is, sir, so that I can believe in him. And Jesus said to him, you have already seen him. And he is the one who is talking with you now. Rather than ask, well, why did you do this on the Sabbath? <laughs> this man who was who actually healed, who was actually cured, who was actually delivered, he responded the way anyone who's actually been delivered would respond. He says, I believe, Lord. I believe. And he knelt down before Jesus. And Jesus said, I came to this world to judge so that the, the, the blind should, should see and those, who, and those who, who, who see should become blind. Now, these Pharisees overheard this. 
And they, they thought to themselves, you don't mean that we're blind. I know you're not saying that we're blind. And Jesus' answer is so tender. If you were blind, then you wouldn't be guilty. If you could acknowledge your need for sight, if you could acknowledge your need for for help, if you could acknowledge that you don't understand, if you could acknowledge that you're not God, that you're not in control, then I would give you sight. I would help you to see. But because you know, because you think you know, that now you're going to remain in your blindness. Folks, the, the whole point of this is this. We have a, a decision to, to make about our posture towards God. Don't, don't get bogged down by, by all of the, the different camps, right? The different theological camps. We need to, to decide who's God. Is God God or are we God? We need, we need to, to just have an honest question about our, our posture. Are we close to, to, to understanding God? Like it's, he can only be what we already know him to be, how we know him to be, which means he's here Sunday morning um, from 10 to, to, uh, to 11. On Easter, he stays an extra 15 minutes. Right. Who's God? And will we be close to him or will we be open to him? Ask questions. This is the, is the, is the way that we come to, to, to learn not only who he is but how he is. Investigate. Keep on asking questions. Please do not sit and, and think that you, that you figured him out. You, 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 you got your, your, your salvation. You got that hellfire insurance. And that's that. No, ask questions. Ask him directly in prayer. Ask your, your, your pastor. Ask your elders. Elders, keep on asking. We ask questions. We, let's, let, let not our posture be closed to the Lord, but rather may we be open, knowing that he is God and we are not. This is the word of the Lord. For the people of God. Amen.